0: Well, so I don't, don't know if they're not getting that on tape. I just want to thank the Lord for bringing me here today, Brother Andrew Wilmack Ministries, for having this wonderful conference. And I'm going to thank my mom in a minute, but I want to say a big, huge thank you to Daniel and Tracy Amstutz. Uh, Twenty-three years ago, we were in Tulsa together at a church called Grace Fellowship, and Daniel was the worship pastor. And what you experienced Don Moen doing and what you have experienced through Integrity Hosanna a lot of that ministry, that's what Daniel was doing. And Don was playing violin in the band and I was playing keys in the band. And eventually the Lord allowed me to be the, the worship director. So Don played in my band for a few years. I'm like, no, it wasn't my band. It was the Lord's band. It was such a, a great blessing. And looking back to see the heart of worship on Daniel and to see just him persevere through many things in his life, and just keep worshiping God. Uh, just have a huge thank you to he and Tracy. And they just believed in me. How many appreciate people that believe in you? You know, they, they believe, of course, God believes in you. And that's all that you really need. But it's so wonderful. I mean, God made, he said, don't forsake getting together. Why would he say that? Because he knew we'd need each other. So when people appreciate you, uh, it just, uh, you feel like you can do anything. Pastor uh, Andrew talks about the love of God. And when we know the love of God how different we are. And we were talking at dinner last night. I said, you know, remember that first time when, when, you, when you knew that girl loved you or that guy loved you? I mean, you felt like you could conquer the world when you feel that kind of love. So speaking of that kind of love, I want to thank my mom who uh, made sure that I had piano lessons. You know, I tried to convince her every which way that I should be a drummer or guitar player. She said, you know, just do, do piano and eventually you'll be able to play whatever instrument you want to. And she was really true because... And that's part of what we're going to talk about here on the on the keyboards is what we bring as a addition to the rhythm section and what we the colors that we can add and, and uh, rhythms and so on and so forth. But I want to thank you thank you, Mom. She's not in heaven. but I don't know why I looked up, but thank you for she just uh, she made sure. I remember I had uh, a couple months left before this recital, and I was having to play Rhapsody in Blue by Gershwin. Now, if you're ever familiar with this piece, I'm a junior in high school. It's 48 pages long. It's got to all be memorized. I am nowhere close to having this thing ready to go. My piano teacher calls my mom. She says, if he doesn't practice an hour in the morning, an hour after basketball practice at night, he will not be ready. My mom about took my, she about sent me to heaven. And, and I'm so grateful for that. That Friday night, I had to tell the basketball team why I couldn't start. You know, I was like, I, I have had a bad channel listen. <laughs> like, you had a bad what? I <laughs> so but she she was so wise, and she just kept that in the mix, and God knew that that was going to be part of my future in life so my my early days as a as a musician was da and those were my first ten years of my piano life, and I remember the first couple of times i put my football helmet on i 'd be sitting you know I was just seven at the time, put my little football helmet on i 'd be sitting on the and I thought I was the only little person in the whole world having to practice the piano and you know, all my other friends are outside playing and I'm practicing. And I guess that brings us to the first point in thought is that the preparation, you know, you may have had some classical background. You may have had no teaching background. You may be a, like a Jimmy Swaggart who just sat down one day and just began to play. And God just said, you're going to play now. But uh, either way the preparation that we bring to our performance. And, you know, when you go to minister, you're performing. You know, don't be afraid of that word. You are performing for the greatest audience in the world, and that's the King of Kings. But how do we worship God? How do we honor Him? How, it's by serving the people He's put in front of us. You know, Pastor Andrew was talking about that That God has that need to be loved and worship. And, and I, I kind of take that a little further. How do we love God? How do we love God? Do you just say, I love you, God? I lo-? We love the people he's put in front of you. That's how we love him. And so one of the ways we love them is by bringing excellence to our performance. And our, and our preparation helps to do that. So I'm just kind of curious who we have in here. Because how many people have played, or how many people have had like piano lessons growing up to some degree? Raising my pie? Okay. How many of you have never had any lessons? You're self-taught. and you... How many of you have never had any lessons? You're not self-taught. And you're not sure why you're in this room. No. (laughs) Okay, I saw that hand. Okay, well, you know, one of the things I encourage you to do uh, is beside obvious things like preparation, how many of you go on Google things or YouTube or whatever, you can find so many great resources. There are a lot of times where I'm like, how do you voice this? You know, flat nine, sharp 11, and the shape doesn't make, I don't know that shape. And I'll go online, and and, in just a matter of seconds, you can find somebody showing you how to voice those chords. So if you ever don't be afraid of difficult chords, you know, as part of your preparation, you know, try to add some of those things. And I read an article a few years ago by a famous jazz pianist, his name is Oscar Peterson, and uh, he said, This was a little daunting to hear, but he said, do what you can't do. in In about four or five years, you'll you'll be a master of it. And I was like, four or five years—that just seems like an eternity. Well, how many of you remember, like, five years ago, you thought it would never be, you know, 2011? Or it was just—was it just Y2K? It, is anyone with me? We just passed. So time goes quickly. So begin to try to find something that's a little bit out of your knowledge base. Try to stretch yourself to. Um, to help your, your preparation for your performance. And maybe it's just one chord. One little tricky chord. One little chord like, like what is that chord? Well, I can't even tell you what that chord is, but a, an engineer soundman friend of mine in a studio 15 years ago showed me that chord. I'm like, that's a great chord. And every now and then I just pull that chord out. You know, and then I'll maybe take it up a half step. It's like, oh, what is that? So, add a little bit Here, the Bible says that we learn how, line upon line, precept upon precept, then what does it say, here a little, there a little. So, you know, you may be, I mean, things I may say today, you may be way ahead of me, things I may say today, you may be like, how can I ever do this? Just take one step at a time, and then trust that God will put into your hands and into your uh, responsibility uh, path, it's like the military operations out here where we... Trash. Ah, good. Trust that God will add to you what you need to have at the right time. Um, Okay, how many of you play in your worship team at church? Okay. How many of you are the primary keyboard player for your worship team? Okay. How many of you are, say, like what I'm doing here? Daniel's the primary keys, and uh, Marsha, right? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha is playing, Marsha and I are playing secondary keys. So, how many of you are a secondary type keyboard player? Okay, I got you. So how many of you do both? You kind of like cover both. Okay, there you go. <laughs> They're like multiple hats. All right. Well, I I think first what I felt in my heart is, and I know you don't need teaching necessarily, but I talked about the the preparation. I want to tell you a couple quick things about what you do because when when you know. Why you're doing what you're doing, it makes a lot of difference. Like that thing about when you know somebody loves you. When you know why you're doing what you're doing, uh, that's as important as the what that you're doing. What I feel like I'm doing every time I come up to play, whether it's on main keys or whether it's on secondary keys, I am creating an atmosphere. I'm trying to create an atmosphere. I'm not trying to show my chops. I'm not trying to... So I'm just trying to create an atmosphere. I want, Pete, I want God to be felt by people. And as an instrumentalist, do you realize that, that you are the instrument? Like God made you. You are an instrument. Say, I'm an instrument. That plays an instrument. So you're an instrument that plays an instrument. And so you, God created you, you're the instrument, and then he's put the ability in you, and you've developed your ability. So you create an atmosphere. Sound moves the supernatural, which moves the natural. And now we live in this world, it's so real, we see this and we see this, but how many of you know that the spirit world is what created this world, and the spirit world is what sustains it all? And what started it all? Sound. God said, let there be light. Let there be Marshall, let there be Joe, let there be Alicia. Who's a great keyboard player I heard this morning so I may call her up in a minute and say hey help me we probably, probably should have started with a song but we had a lot of songs this morning so I'm like you know just get into it you know so when he spoke do you realize that you're the song of God that's never stopped and then and your song will just continue on through eternity this physical body will stop being but we will continue being So we are sound, we are songs, living songs. The Bible says living stones, but we're really the song of God that he began singing Marsha and Joe. So when we're playing, when we're creating this atmosphere, we're adding to it. So sound moves the supernatural. We declare, we speak, and that supernatural moves the natural. Um, I think you know this, but God has called you and gifted you to do this. You may hear Don play and sing or you may hear somebody else playing singing. You may think, well, I can't do that. But listen, God has put in you exactly what he needs in you to do what he needs you to do. And he needs every one of us in the game. He needs people at life, uh, at your church. And it's a mega church, what you would call a mega church. But you know, I've been blessed to, to travel in different places around the world. We go to services in England and they're, they're like normal Sunday mornings, 15,000 people. I mean, you can't hardly see the back of it. And then I'll go to another little church in South Carolina, and there's 75 people in there, and I had to tone. We toned it way down for that service, and I had to. Actually, we decided we weren't going to even use any tracks because we went without a band there, and we just it was just some acapella hymns that we did, and we just took some of our songs and we actually did them without our tracks, without any keys, and we just kind of brought. So you know, you kind of find a way to express. But God needs every one of us doing what we do. He needs you with your great ability or well, we all have a great ability, but your maybe great knowledge or application of that ability. And so I just want to encourage you in that A couple of little things here. Worship is natural and supernatural. And so are you. Worship is both. And so when you're playing, you know, I, I know that there are people who could probably say it a lot better than me. I mean, there's the if you if you want to go deep, which you could. How about the physics of it all? There's the, like, if you're like a quantum physics guy, if you go into the physics of it, do you know that we talk about declaring a word and declaring a sound? Do you realize that our cells actually respond? They've actually measured people saying a word and and little minute particles in us that you can't even see with your eye responding to that, negatively or positively. How is that? How's that? And and by the way, this is just my little editorial footnote. So, so chaos created that order, right? Yeah. And so, a little nothingness just exploded and decided one day I'm going to be a perfect orange that you can eat and it's good for you. But so, you know, created separately, chaos blew up and and and, and then these gorgeous, beautiful mountains and the flowers that smell wonderful and the, and chaos created that. And then and then here's how smart chaos was that blew up. Here's how smart it was. One day decided, you know. I'm a little boy, but I need to know a little girl so I can make more of me. So you're going to be a little, so chaos created. No, God created everything. And he created you. And he put in you exactly what you need to do what you're doing. So when Daniel called me and he said, we're going to do this conference. Would you like to help? I said, absolutely. I would love to come help. And so what I do and what I began doing with Daniel back in the day at Grace, I'd come off the road. I was touring with a band. And I knew the Lord, but I wasn't really walking with the Lord. And, and I came off the road, and for about I'd say a year and a half, I didn't miss a service at Grace. I would carry my DX7 and my little I an EX8000 little rack module unit, which is just a little brain of one of the, and I'd carry them into Grace and I'd set them up. And this lady named Rhonda Roush, precious lady, um, she was like a Daniel in female form of the keyboard playing kind of thing. And he kind of got freed from the piano and eventually started st- singing on the mic. So she'd be playing piano, I'd be on keys, God was just restoring things in me, and I would listen to her flow. I'd listen to her flow. And I encourage you to do that. Listening is so important. Listen, Expand your listening horizons. And when you're listening to a song, of course you're worshiping, but listen, what's going on? What are those keyboards doing? What are the pretty pads that Marsha's playing? What, what's that weird string thing Joe's doing? You know, listen for things. And then how can you apply that, right? So, anyway... Um so I, st- I, st- I was standing right there playing for these services, and little by little, God just would put these thoughts in my mind, and different scales, and I'd hear the chord, and I'd add this little line, i think, well, you know, this one of my favorite songs over here had this little, you know, just simple little string line that was kind of just some little movement like that that wasn't there as opposed to just... Which is great sometimes, but all I'm doing is playing a little octave, you know. So that added this little dimension. God would just begin to um, just put the little ideas in my mind. And so that's, I guess, what I want to encourage you in now is that the practical part of what we do over here on the keys by creating this atmosphere is we're supporting the rhythm section. So that's the first thing you want to be doing is you're supporting the rhythm section. Uh, you may be the only one in your band, so you may be the rhythm section, but, uh, but say you have a little ensemble, you're supporting the rhythm section. So uh, say there is a main keyboard player, and I am um, over here on secondary keys, uh, maybe this song uh, would want a little bit of an uh, electric piano support, so I want to support the rhythm section. So my first thought is like, uh, uh, let's pick a good song. So what do I mean by supporting the rhythm section? I'm not just playing chords. I'm adding rhythm to it. I'm adding a dimension of of rhythm that gives the song some energy and movement. Now, there's a time for Where I'm just... There are moments maybe when the song is over and the worship leader is talking. That could be you. (laughs) And you're just kind of you know, what we maybe would call padding or just playing a diamond. A diamond means that you're not playing much rhythm. You're just a diamond of a chord just sitting there. So sometimes you've got that, but ultimately your goal is going to be to support the rhythm section. Okay? Um, I think second to that would be that you're going to provide color and kind of they go together. You're going to provide uh, color and... Counterpoint, you could say. Color and counterpoint. That's two good things together. So, um, let's do this. Let's do this. Do you know how great is our God in C? Come on. Please. Please welcome Alicia. So, she's going to start playing How Great Is Our God in C. And I'm going to first support her, and then I'm going to add some color to it. So, one, two, three... With mom, no hands. So I'm just adding a little rhythm there, but here's some color. I'm going to pull up some strings. Now, I'm just playing little lines there. I'm just playing little notes that are within every chord that she's playing. Now, I'm hearing the melody in my head. How great is our God? So I'm hearing that being sung, but I'm just playing around that. We call that counterpoint. That's a little little fancy term. You don't really even need to know that term unless you need to share with somebody what that is. Counterpoint is just, it's a melody that's not the melody. That's the way I think of it. And so you're not trying to do a ton of that all the time because that... That could get to be a little bit like somebody soloing the entire song. It could be a little bit much. But the color that you bring, it's, it's helpful. For example, this keyboard is not the keyboard I normally use. And I'm glad for that because this is a strange keyboard to me. I showed up here the other day. So part of my preparation, the first thing I did is I started hunting down, what sounds does this have in here? Of course, this is a Roland. It's a very good instrument. So I looked through, listened to its pianos. Because at some point, Daniel may move away from the piano and I need to be able to support him. So, okay, there's a couple of pianos in here. Okay, that's cool. I, I can scroll through, find me. Okay, this is a little favorite one. I like that one. Found a little electric, p- couple of pianos that I like. Okay, I hunted through there. So, kind of looking through there. But for each sound, um, while you're adding color and counterpoint, um, Know the sound and what that sound can do and should do. Ideally, when I'm playing the strings, if I'm part of an ensemble, I don't want to necessarily have to be playing it like a piano all the time. Okay? So, like if we're doing How Great Is Our God, I don't need to always be going... Now, that's pretty. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But if we're playing a song, let's do it again. One, two, three. No. Just doing an octave there. Not playing just a chord. I can worship. So, I'm not playing two hands like I play on a piano. I'm playing like this instrument maybe would be played. Uh, let's go back into it again. Let's, um, and I'll kind of move it around just a little bit more than I was doing. I was showing you some lines and then some little chords. Sometimes what I'll do is, maybe the first time through, I'm a little simpler. So we have some place to go. I'm simple, of just gently playing little chords in the, in the verse. And then maybe a little bit more. Maybe... I start the verse off with a little pad. Splendor of the king, clothed in majesty. I hunted down a couple little sounds, and here's just a little pad. All the earth rejoice, all the earth rejoice. So we get there. Maybe we get to the first chorus, and I'm still there. I found another pad. How great. is a little choir sound. See with me how great. So that's that first course. Maybe we get to the verse. And age to age he stands, and time isn't. I'm adding a little rhythm to it. You know, you think, well, how do you think of those things? Well, part of that's just, I guess, my knowledge base of things I've listened to. A lot of times, it's just maybe instincts that are coming out of me. And so the more things you listen to, the more you you learn, and ideas will come, and that preparation will then show up in service. Some of you have experienced that. It's like just an idea is coming to your mind. remember a few years ago when uh, the Lord opened the door for me to be the worship leader at the church I go to, and it's, I guess for lack of a better word, one of those great big mega churches. But when I started at the church we're I walked into the little double wide trailer where the youth were and they'd call me one morning, could you help us? I'd just been in Texas for so I go in there to help and, and this, you know, little precocious fourteen year old said, So what's your commitment to this youth group? You know, I said, I am just here to help today <laughs> You know. And so uh, but that set me on a twenty-year relationship with this with this wonderful church. And I had not led worship before. I had served under Daniel as, you know, band director at Grace, but not really I hadn't led worship, maybe a couple morning prayer things. I'd sung a few songs. So, you know, we start in this little double Y, which is a great, great word not to despise humble beginnings. And also, also to never let anything be too low or too high for you. Like, oh, I wouldn't do that, you know. No, you, whatever God puts in front of you, does what you do. You know, whatever songs are, are brought to your palate, you support it, you know. what? And if it's, if it's like, that's so simple, I can do it. No, 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 not, we never have that attitude as a worshiper, as a supporter. We always have the attitude of, Bring it on. I'm glad to serve it. Now, what about if it's above you? Oh, I can't possibly do that. No, you can. And God will bring people in your life to show you how to play that little chord or this little move. And if you stay open to that and not just get comfortable with, okay, this is what I know and this is the measure rule God's given. Okay, that's I respect that. But also, God wants to increase you. So I remember that the night before, I'm going to now be leading worship at this this colossal church and I've, Ken, I've been leading in this little double-wide trailer. And so I'm moving for the double-wide trailer with the youth to, you know, we've just moved into this huge new building. And, and I remember the night before, I was feeling a little anxious, and the Holy Spirit just gently dropped this thought of me. He said, just be who you are, and trust that that's me. Oh, it was so freeing. It was so comforting. He said, just trust that that's me. The little instincts, the little impulses, I don't always get it right, but... I just I was so comforted to know that he said just be who you are. So I want to encourage you just be who you are and trust that those little instincts are the holy spirit and instincts come from your preparation and just from listening and and learning and and making yourself do scales and making yourself learn a song that you don't know and uh, there's this one song that that uh, that we do at uh, Daystar and it's this Kurt Carr song um, and um the intro is like And I'm like, the first time I heard that and my, my fearless leader Joni said, you know, I really love that Kirk Carr song, you know, and it's called Rain. And I was like, Yeah, I'll go listen to it. So I listened to it, I was like, Oh dear Lord, I can't possibly I don't even think there's a chart for that. You know, it's just it's, you know, it's probably written in the, you know, the class and I'm like, I haven't read classical for so long, and I didn't think of anything. But it took me a while to just get in there and let my ear listen. What is that? What is that move with and it took a while. It probably took a year before I could really play it. I was already ministering the song before I really had it, but it took a year before my brain actually could enjoy ministering the song. But all that preparation stretched me. Now, I've been playing for 27 years at that point. And so Brother Daniel mentioned that today so well, you know, that we got to keep growing. we got to keep growing. And um, so, okay, Add what's not there if you can. That's another point for you. We talked about uh, support the rhythm section, provide color and counterpoint. Um, Add what's not there. Uh, For example, in this band, it's a great band we had here, but we didn't have any trumpet players or horn section or whatever. So uh, I would try to, as we were playing some of these songs, I think, okay, some parts of this song I'm playing a little organ because this kind of fits. And then other parts of the song, I'm playing little little brass lines. Little brass lines. And, and I just punch over to this other little sound, rather than just, I'm just playing the strings. Now, if you have a couple players, like we had Marsha here, we divvied it up. She said, I'm going to stay with pads. She's also singing. So the strategy that we had, okay, she's going to be singing, so I don't want her to have to be trying to sing her beautiful voice anointed singing, and coming up. Ah! You know, it, 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 no, she probably could do it. But, so we just divvied up those responsibilities. And so she's doing more pads, more things like that. Um, like I described a minute earlier, just little, that kind of stuff. She's doing those, or maybe some strings, or maybe some organ, or maybe some songs. Oh. Electric piano. Electric piano is a nice addition to the rhythm section, and also it's a different color. So you maybe have some songs, your primary keyboard player is, is playing. Um, I'll relieve you, you're so sweet. Thank you, Alicia. She's like, yeah, thank you. Uh, primary keyboard play like Daniel's playing well there's some sometimes where while he's playing I'm, just, I'm, I'm with him playing rhythm too but just with this electric piano sound which is kind of thickens the sound of it all so okay add what is not there so for example like the strings we, don't, we have a beautiful violinist and he's doing more solo lines so if I hear him doing more solo lines well I'm doing this sorry let me get my strings up I'm padding. We call that padding. It's a little term. So I'm doing that. Now, when I hear him playing certain lines, I may still add other little counterpoint around him. Try not to step on him. Honestly, I can't hear everything my brother's doing because he's not in my little ear, so I may be stepping all over him. Please forgive me if I'm doing that. But uh, I'm leaving it all on the on the field every song we do. And, um, it, and I... I encourage you to do that. Just bring your best energy to every song. You know, whether you feel it or not. Um, you know, it's not a feeling thing. It's just... And what happens is, you probably... I don't know if you've heard the expression, it's easier to act your way into a feeling than to feel your way into an action. Just, you know, our, our human body... I know we're, I know we're redeemed by, and the Spirit of God is in us, but, it, you know, Paul said, evil and good I have within me. You know, it just it's a daily pick up my cross. So just decide... When you come in, you know, to practice in the service of every song, I'm going to bring some kind of energy to this, even if it's what I like to call hushed urgency, where you're like, sometimes when we're singing, and 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 we're still intense, but we're not just, we sing with, with a little more air. It's a hushed urgency. It's that kind of a feeling. Well, that can come out in your playing. Let that come out in your playing. Um, And I mentioned this earlier, but understand the different sounds and how they apply. If you're playing strings, I mean, there's a time for... Let me find a little bit better, or a little more cutting through strings here. There's a time when you... So you're kind of like you're the whole string section. You're playing like you're a piano player. And then there's other times where you will be just... And I like to use... Some people use a volume pedal. I'll actually use this, this, the volume knob here... Sound men, um, sometimes they like for you to just keep your this at a certain level. But if as you learn, you'll be able to pull yourself in and out of the mix to help the mix, hopefully. And, um, and so there are times where I'm just... I'm fading up and down, like, How great, or, the, how great is our God So I might fade in and out based on based on what the band is doing just to make me feel like I'm ebbing and flowing with what's happening. And so understand the different sounds, how they apply. Um, if I'm playing the brass i, I don't want again I don't want to play it like a piano. I don't want to play you know, I don't want to do like that because that's that gets muddy so how does what would what would brass do on that well If you don't know, maybe listen to here. I mean, I don't know that there's brass on any arrangements I've heard outside of the Daystar because we have a brass section, so I try to write them for pretty much everything. (laughs) But uh, I'll try to sparse it up to where they maybe don't show up until the second chorus or something, if it's a worship song. But if we're doing How Great Is Our God, How great. Say with me how great. They're just doing little lines. They're doing little counterpoint lines. (laughs) we'll see how <laughs> And you can take your hands off the keyboard now and then. You can actually do this now and then. You don't have to play every note of every song, of every chord, of every... You can lay out the first verse. There's a miracle. Hey, hey, turn around. I want you guys to see this. Hold that up again. Isn't that cute? Ten minutes. It is my lead ten minutes. Okay. Gentleman's holding a sign of it in the back. Okay. So... I mean, those are really, really uh, basic things. I want to give you Psalm 147, 7. I want to give you a, c- a couple of verses I-, I really love. Uh, Psalm 147, 7 says, Sing to God a thanksgiving hymn. Play music on your instruments to God. Now, how many of you know that if God spoke something before we had the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, it remains forever? So I am so encouraged um, when I read a scripture like this. Sing. Th- Sing uh, to God a thanksgiving hymn. Play music on your instrument to God who fills the sky with clouds. We could write a song right now. Preparing rain for the earth, then turning the mountains green with grass. Not envy, with grass. Feeding both cattle and crows. He's not impressed with horsepower. This is a message version. Uh, The size of our muscles means little to him. Those who fear God get God's attention. They can depend on his strength. So when you're ministering, you're singing your song to the Lord out of your hands and you're playing your instrument. You're singing the song. By the way, I mentioned earlier, you're, you are the song. You are God's song, you know, in the earth. I have a little take on worship. It may not get me invited back, but here's my little take. God is complete, yes. He's, he's complete, yes. You can say yes. You're, you won't get kicked out of school. for this. Okay, God is complete. Now, he, he lives in a, a place of thanksgiving. So when we're praising him, the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people, right? I like to think of it that just wherever there's thankfulness is where we get to experience him. It's kind of like we tune into that, and he gets to just be everything that he is to us. But think of this. You're God's daughter, and you're God's son. He's called us his children. So as a father or a, or a mother... What do you want to do to your kids? Bless them. Teach them. Love them. Is it for you? Well, you get something out of it. I mean, you're just, oh, I'm, not, ooh, I'm proud of you. You know, It blesses you. And when they're grateful and they're thankful and they honor you, oh, it touches your heart. But you, you want it for them. You want it for them. Everything God ever made, you think of this, when he made the world and he put man in it, he may, you know, Andrew, Brother Andrew's talking about the flowers. Thought, look, what if no one saw this? God just loves these flowers. What did he tell Adam and Eve? Fill the earth, subdue it. I think he, he gave us all these things so that everywhere we turned, we would just be like the, the 4 and 20 elders. Holy is the Lord. How do they possibly keep falling? Because he just shows them something else, and they're like, oh, Father, oh, you're... And they have to fall. They have to bow. Well, I believe that as, as a worshiper, God gave us this gift of music. Why did he give us this gift of music? Because it's just like when I was growing up and my dad, who's the hero of my life, would reach into his wallet and give me a little $5 bill. I didn't have any money or a little $1 bill, whatever it was, 50 cents. And I put that in the offering. He gave me a gift that I could then give to help me feel like I was doing something, like I was part of something and that's my little take. I don't know. I think I can find it in scripture, but when I think of the loving heavenly father and he said, "What son, yes, for your fish and you give him a or bread, you give him a stone." You know, no, no, no. God has given us this gift of worship and this gift of playing as a gift that we can give to each other and we can give back to him to feel connected to him and it's this divine interchange. Um so I encourage you that God has gifted you and put in you everything that you need. Uh, but it 's up to us to discover it it 's up to us to go online and or buy a book or start taking piano lessons again or finding somebody that can encourage you mentor you well, i don 't have someone that can encourage me mentor you okay well, you can pray for holy spirit 's wisdom, but you can go online there 's a lot of resources out there, like I said, learning how to play chords, add one new chord. Um, listen to some different worship music and hear the different things. Maybe find some orchestral music, listen to that, and listen what the strings are doing. And then the next time you come to a song, try to find some different ways to play it than you've been playing. And what's really fun, even for me, like this exercise of coming in here, a lot of these songs I didn't know. And so I, some in the service, you know, it's, some of them are still new. A couple, you know, maybe a couple practices new to, to us. And so I'm discovering what's going to happen. so it's kind of exciting. And so don't be afraid of the unknown because nothing's unknown to God. And so, and even if you blow it, like a, we have a little phrase in the band, I tell them, I say, when in doubt, turn up. I know that's probably not good teaching, but just, you know, just go, go for it. And listen to the people around you. Listen to what's happening around you. And if you notice that the, the, the piano player is really heavy on the rhythm or the guitar is really heavy on the rhythm, then don't try to be real heavy on the rhythm as a support person. Get, get out the way, you know, and, and, and let some balance happen. And so you don't have to be the quarterback of the band to facilitate, you know, good music happening. And one of my, the goals of my life, and it's what I encourage my, my team at Daystar, is that we want to be anointed first. But we want to be excellent. I mean, I know God doesn't need a cathedral, but look at what he had Solomon build. How the detail. I mean, God is very detailed. I mean, he loves ornate. Look at the lilies of the field and the mountains. I mean, he's... So, um, I just encourage you with that. I guess at this point, there's really no time left. Does anyone have a question or two? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure somebody probably knows the name. left hand is E, then a B-flat. Let me go for a little better sound. That's your left hand from the bottom E B flat. Then your right hand is playing a D, a D in first posi- or root position D F sharp A. So, sounds like sounds like something you'd hear in a like a little tension in a little film score or something like that. But now and then it'll show up. Uh, well, diamond is a term to describe not playing rhythm. So, and sometimes you may see that on a rhythm chart. They'll actually have a little diamond where it'll show you, a, like C, whatever the chord is. Say so it's, you know, how great is our God, you know. But the chart may show you just a little diamond there for two measures. And you may, again, the chart doesn't have to always tell you that. You can kind of help that. For example, like say later. We come. We've so the song is huge, and we've just been how great is our God? And we and say it comes back to how great is our God again. It was just gentle. Maybe it's congregational, and we've not gone a cappella yet. Um, whether with it, whether a pad sound or a choir sound or or string sound or a keyboard sound, whatever it is, um, you may do a dime in there. How great? It, no, there's no rhythm going on. Am I playing? A uh, pad is would be in padding. That term padding is a term that maybe would describe using a sound like this and all you're doing is playing just you're not really adding rhythms you're just you're just playing more i guess it just yeah fills up the space it's not rhythmic playing it's not like that'd be more like rhythmic playing or comping is another term for that these just little different nomenclature syntax for that kind of so, padding would just be more just, you're just... So, different people may have different names for it. Now, the confusion could be is that sound right there is actually called a pad. It's actually, there's this little button right here It says pad, and in there, there's all these different textures. So, pads fill up space, that's a good way to say it. They fill up space, um, usually non rhythmically. Anyone else? Question? Yes? With my hands. The question was how do I play the organ? And the answer is with my hands. <coughs> okay. Well, I did, okay, I did not learn, uh, I did not study organ, like the real organ people, they can do the foot pedals and on the, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, so, exactly. So, uh, to set up my answer, I was just saying, I didn't learn organ, um, uh, per se, uh, didn't learn the foot pedals, didn't learn the jaw bars and all those things that, you know, A really good organist would know all those things. Daniel knows those things. I don't know those things. But, like my mom said, she said, if you learn the keyboard, you can play whatever other instrument you want. Now, I didn't realize how prophetic that was because once I did learn keyboard, I I could... I could play a lot of other instruments, you know? And I could... You're right, Mom. I can play oh, whatever other instrument I want to play. So how do I play the organ? Well, I listen to org I must stop. Short answer is, listen to what organists do. I try to do a lot more of just like right-hand padding, if you would, or little lead lines. And I utilize, I find a sound that seems to fit the song... Like you may hear me, well, you probably don't, but I'm sometimes jumping through two or three different sounds in here because it's either not cutting through, or it may feel too docile. It's a really heavy rhythmic song, real up tempo. This may be too. This is more good for a ballad. If I needed to be in a worship ballad, so find again, find the right so- sound for the right song. You know the style of the song, and then after that, it's kind of a combination of. Maybe get with an, with an organ player to have them show you a few lessons. I, I tend to think more with my right hand when I'm doing the string lines and with the organ. And that way, and I use this little, that little tremolo, the tremolo or not def, kind of expands the feel of the organ. And so, um, like, a lot of times, do things that organ players would do. Like, what do they do? Well, listen to what they do. They, they do stuff like that. It's a glissando to a note. So, like, how great is our God? Rest for a second. So... I don't know how to describe exactly what that is. It's just a combination of single notes, moves, that organ. What does an organ guy do? They do glissandos. You hear that kind of stuff. So you're a piano player, you know, do a glissando to a single note. That's a great uh, addition. And uh, we don't have a Leslie speaker in here or anything. That feels pretty real. At least in my ears, it sounded really, you know, like a decent organ. So. That's how I do it. I would go online. You can get courses uh, for lessons. I realize she's like, I don't you know, maybe one lesson a month or something or one lesson and just study those things and you can add to your knowledge base. Every little bit that you add to it, you can then apply. Listen to some songs that have organ. Hunt down some things that have some organ in them. What are they doing? Listen to what the guy's doing. How often he's present or not present or she's present or not present. You know, does that help? Sir? I don't, but that's a, that's a great suggestion. And um, to this point, uh, you know, kind of God has had me doing what I've been doing. It fills up my time, both production and ministry. And so there hasn't been so much time for that, uh, but it's a great idea. There's a lot of great courses out there, so I, that's why I'm really directing you guys that way. But I'm open to that thought. I receive that. Any other questions? I know we're done. Folks are going to be coming in. Hey, can I pray for you real quick? Father, I thank you for this team of people, and I thank you that you have equipped them and you have put your resources in them, and maybe they're just still to be developed and still to be uncovered, uh, the mysteries and the, the facets and the colors and the rhythms and, and the things you have for them to experience. Lord, I thank you that they can, they can do it. You need every one of us uh, in the game. You need every one of us doing our part, and uh, to you, God, there is nothing too small. There's nothing too insignificant to you, God. You receive all of our worship and all of our praise. Help us to grow line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. Let us grow, God, up in you and in our gifting and serve the people you called us to serve and love you by loving them, God. Bring our excellence and our anointed gifting to the table. In Jesus' precious name.